Welcome to the Leading Visionaries Podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established leading visionaries. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate and spotlight the leading visionaries who are thinking differently, seeing new possibilities, have the courage to dream big, take inspired action, and create conscious change all around the world. Now, here's your host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Leading Visionaries podcast, where we celebrate the ingenious, insightful, innovative, and inspired leading visionaries of our time and provide our listeners with world-class examples of the kind of courage, clarity, and confidence it takes to bring visions into reality. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Joel Solomon. Joel is a finance and mindful money expert and master prosperity coach who helps others overcome obstacles standing in the way of their financial freedom. He's an award-winning speaker, workshop facilitator, and frequent television and podcast guest who has been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, Newsday, U.S. News and World Report, and interviewed in Forbes and on Bloomberg Radio. As manager of a $700 million portfolio, the creator of his own successful hedge fund, and the author of three best-selling books, Infinite Love and Money, The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use, and Mindful Money Management, Joel is an expert in the field of finance and the mindset of money. Just as he teaches in his books and seminars, the true foundation of wealth and financial freedom is a mindset of abundance self-worth, gratitude, love, and service. Welcome to the show, Joel. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be here, Angel. Thanks so much for having me. A a big honor. Thank you so much. Oh, wonderful. Well, Joel, I want to begin our time together today because, you know, the show's called Leading Visionaries. So I'm curious, did you always have your eye on money, even as a child, or was your money work, did that emerge or evolve over time? Great, great question, Angel. And actually in Mindful Money Management, I talk about dreams. Mm -hmm. And my first dream when I was six, seven, eight years old was to be catcher for the New York Yankees. Lovely. (laughs) My hero was Thurman Munson. And I was a big Yankee fan and he had passion. He played the game with heart and I wanted to be just like him. And then when I got to Little League, I had a hard time hitting the fastball and the curve was even harder. So a few years later, I realized that the dream wasn't realistic. And so I was pretty good at math and I decided I'd become statistician for the New York Yankees. (laughs) And didn't actually ever apply for that job, but I I did major in math and statistics. And when I got my first job as an actuary, you may know the difference between an actuary and an accountant. An actuary looks at his feet when he talks to you, an accountant looks at your feet when they talk to you. (laughs) Well, for our listeners who don't know the difference, tell us the difference between an actuary and an accountant. Besides the fact that an accountant is an actuary with charisma, an actuary, what I did actually is I calculated the premiums that you had to pay for your disability insurance, Mm. but they also calculate the premiums for life insurance or health insurance or 
auto insurance or home insurance. And they also calculate life expectancies. So they figure out how long on average you're going to live based on certain statistics. I did a lot of that work, but it was not my passion. Mm-hmm. And while I was doing that first job in the evenings and weekends, my passion was analyzing and investing in stocks. All right. So you got early, you got started with stocks early then. Yeah. In my early twenties, it became a passion and it took a long time. It took me almost 20 years to achieve that dream, but I did achieve the dream of being a money manager and Hopefully, in the next few minutes, listeners and viewers can take my long road and make it a shortcut. Mm, Beautiful. All right. Well, let's talk about the importance of money for visionaries, right? Because this is your field of expertise. This is where you have excelled. And so many people have very big visions and don't really have... I mean, bare minimum, sometimes bare minimum. I find many times I have clients come to me and they haven't done, they haven't even done the basic math of what they require in order to thrive personally and have their business functional. So let's talk about the importance of being awake to the money part of your vision. So important. And, and I, I have the same thing happen all the time when I talk to potential clients or existing clients who have a big vision for their their dream, their company. And then I say to them, so how is the money going to flow? What services are you going to provide to create the dream? And there's no business plan. There's no numbers behind it. And I have so many examples. I could go from yoga teachers and life coaches to toy, online toy salespeople who have like this massive passion and dream, and this is their purpose. And they know that's why they were put on earth. And then when we get to, okay, so how's the money going to flow? Well, that's when they need my help. Mm-hmm. So it, it is so essential because you need to know if the product or the service you're providing will generate $1,000 a month or 100000 a month. And can you create leverage in your business? Do you, can you do it all yourself? Can you be a solopreneur and make large amounts of money? Or do you need to outsource or have other people work for you? Or if you're a coach, do you need to do group coaching instead of one-on-one coaching? So all these things, a lot of people don't think about in the beginning, they have this, okay, like me, I want to help at least 100,000 people become financially free. That was when I shut down my hedge fund, that was my dream and still is. Mm. But I knew that I couldn't do that by myself Mm. alone, coaching one-on-one, because even if you're coaching 50 people a year, that's 2,000 years. Now, I know I'm going to live a long time, but I'm not sure about (laughs) 2,000. Well, you know, and a lot of times what I've seen in the personal and professional development space is many people who have vision are giving away, like they give away the store. So let's roll back a little bit here because I'm really curious about like, how did you go from, you know, kind of actuary trading stocks at night to being you know, having a hedge fund and having a $700 million portfolio. That is 
a significant amount of money. I mean, you know, we've just been talking about, you know, six figures or, you know, maybe seven figures for these business owners that that we've been talking about just now. 700 million is a whole nother ball game. So can we just go back and talk a little bit about your journey from, you know, kind of doing it on the side and below the surface to suddenly having that level of wealth in your management? Great, great question. And the most important thing that I teach my clients is belief, which is rule number one of the nine money rules. Millionaires use my second book. And I had this dream and I had strong belief that I could do it, despite the fact that everyone I talked to, almost everyone I talked to in 1993, when I was an actuary at New York Life Insurance Company, told me, Joel, you have the best job in the country. In fact, the actuary was on the cover of Forbes magazine in 1992 as the best job in the United States. I was making $110,000 at 27 years old, equivalent to over $400,000 today. And it was a low stress job. I just completed all the exams. So I'd gone through the tough stress part. And now I'm on the other side and people are like, you want to do something else? But I had a dream and I knew this wasn't my purpose in life to be an actuary. And so I started reaching out to various money managers to ask them, how did they get there? And by the way, nine out of 10, 99 and 100 gave me doubt, massive doubt, a ton of rejection. Stay doing what you're doing. You're not going to make it. You don't have any experience and you don't have the background to get it. But finally, I found one guy who was already there and he told me his path. So I took that path, believing over the years, even when I got some roadblocks and setbacks that even though that happened, I could still get to my dream. And so now I teach my clients, hashtag doubt the doubt, mm. hashtag doubt the doubt, have faith in your dreams and desires. Why do you have faith in your doubt? And so yeah. I overcame those doubts along the way without knowing this back then, but having, you know, perseverance and being persistent and in my heart, knowing that this is why this is what I loved. And so I took the steps to get there. And so when I finally got the opportunity in December of 2007, when my Citigroup sales guy called me up and said, Joel, do you want to be a portfolio manager? I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. This is my dream. And so when I got to City, they gave me $300 million to manage in 2008. You may remember 2008 was not the best year in the stock market. I was only managing stocks and a hedge fund. For those of you not very familiar, what I was doing was betting that some stocks were going to go up and other stocks were going to go down. So I'm hedged no matter what the market does. I'm not, right. I'm supposed to make less when the market goes up a lot and I'm supposed to lose less when the market goes down. Right. The market was down 40% that year. Financial companies were down 57%, and we managed to make a little bit of money that year. Nice work, Joel. <laughs> Beautiful. And then they gave me more money to manage. So yeah. then 300, then 500, and then 700. And then we were all laid off. Right. And then I got to start my own hedge fund. And your question may be, Joel, you now are living your dream. You're a hedge fund manager. You have your own company. And- 
why do you, why are you a coach now? Why did you shut it down? Well, that that question is in my mind, but I'm not going to ask it quite yet, Joel. So we are going to actually take a moment now and have a quick break. But before we go, I do want to, you know, for any listeners who don't know some of the language that we're talking about, you did just explain hedge a little bit. The way I understand hedge for our listeners is it's like putting in a, a safety block when you purchase a stock or a you know some kind of security instrument you buy something else that is counterbalancing that and it's it's to securitize things it it's to make things as evened out as possible when the market is fluctuating did i explain that correctly yeah less volatile exactly you less explained volatile. it perfectly Great. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to find out from Joel why on earth would he close his hedge fund. But for right now, listeners, are you a leading visionary or in the role of leading other visionaries? Consider joining our community and sharing your feedback and takeaways from each episode. We invite you to join us and support this podcast by making a donation at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. Interested in finding out more about how you can receive support for getting your vision out of the air and onto the ground, especially when it comes to articulating your asks in a way that allows for all the financial support you require. You can apply to qualify for a complimentary consultation with me or a member of my team by clicking the connect with angel button on the website. Be sure to share this show in your own spirals of influence with the people who you think might benefit from our content. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. I'm going to shout out this week to our listeners in New York and New Jersey and maybe New Zealand. And we'll be right back with Joel Solomon. The Leading Visionaries podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Are you the one who thinks differently, who is called to create a significant conscious change in the world, who is seeing and dreaming of a better way for your industry, your community, humanity? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired to guide leading visionaries just like you who want to break through the static in order to clearly express and confidently enroll support for their vision in a way that makes it inevitable that it will come to pass. Your word is your wand, and as the leader, your ability to articulate and communicate your vision is essential to its materialization and monetization. Please enjoy with our compliments a free copy of the book, Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny, which was a number one new release in three categories to get you started. The book is yours by visiting gift.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. And we are back with Joel Solomon. To find out more about Joel and all that he has going on, you can go to solomore.com. We will have that for you in the show notes, but I'm going to spell it for you. It's S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com. And so, Joel, before we went to the break, we were talking about how you went through this journey of having a vision, having a dream, fulfilling that dream and vision, and then getting another one, getting another dream, getting another vision. And one of the things that happened that you know we now want to talk about is that you ended up walking away from your hedge fund. 
And so I'd love to have you talk a little bit about this process of getting a dream, bringing it to life, knowing when it's done. And, you know, did you get the next vision before you completed? Or, you know, can you talk a little bit about that process of as a visionary, you know, how do we know when to let go of one trapeze to to pick up the next one? It's a great question, Angel. And it's something that I think I'm still learning how to let go. Because most of my life, I felt like you got to control your life. You got to white knuckle it. And then taking the massive action is and hard work is the way you create. And I found that actually with grace and ease and letting go, there's more flow. So let me tell you the story about why I shut down my hedge fund. So it was December, 2015. I went to a personal development course. It was a three and a half day course, which was really in my mind to help me grow my fund, to get it to the next level. And two things happened there that completely changed my life. Mm. One, there was a guest speaker speaking about stocks and stock options. And when he spoke about options in particular, he made it sound easy. He said, you don't need much time. You don't need much money. This is how the rich people get rich. And options are essentially riskless. And I was sick to my stomach. I had people tapping me on the shoulder with Spamir, Joel, does this make sense? Are options really risk-free? So after he was done, we went out of the auditorium. I told him, please don't do this. He has no idea about any of you individually and most importantly, no idea about your belief that you could be rich using options. Now, the second thing that happened at that course is we were given a wooden board two inches thick, and we were told we're going to break it with our bare hand. I don't know if you've done it. There was a lot of fear in the room. The exercise was called Obstacles or Illusions. And on one side of the board, we had our right, our biggest obstacle, and on the other side, our ultimate goal, which stumped me for a while, and then it hit me. Make everyone in this room financially free. That's my ultimate goal. Make everyone in this room financially free. Mm. And I went home that night and I couldn't sleep. It was 3, 3.30 in the morning. The guy was in my head. And I realized if I could ever get up the courage to speak on a stage in front of 200 people. See, my biggest fear in life that day was public speaking. Mm. If I could ever get up on stage, I could be of service tell the truth about money and not lie to these people. And then the second thing going on in my head at four, four thirty in the morning was that wooden board staring back at me from across my bedroom, make everyone in this room financially free. And I think it hit me at four 30. I jumped out of bed. I quickly got dressed. I was at Manhattan in my office before the sun rose. And I sent an email to my investors telling them I'm giving them their money back. I'm shutting down my fund. I had figured out my true purpose. Wow. That is a hell of a story right there, Joel. I have done the board breakthrough. I did it several years ago, and I don't even remember what my thing was at this point. I, At one point, I also put the board into the fire because whatever that was, was had been broken through and completed. So I love this story because 
it emerged. It's almost as if this this vision emerged through some sort of divine intervention. You know, what I'm hearing there is that there was a part of you that got activated to speak out and speak the truth because you saw how easily people are brainwashed, shall we say, and how easy it is for people when there is a powerful authoritarian type speaker that says, this is the way it it works to get to your dream, how many people actually easily are persuaded in that direction. So I love how powerful this story is. So you closed your hedge fund, which is a huge, huge transformation. Let's talk a little bit about after that happened, what has been the vision and and what are the things that you're doing now and who are the people you're working with now? And maybe share a success story of one of the people that you've helped. Thank you for that, Angel. So my mission now is to help at least 100,000 people become financially free. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it through my books, through my one-on-one coaching, through my membership and through group, group coaching. And it's it's been, especially in the last number of months, called the last 12 months, it's been so rewarding because I've seen the manifestations. And my Money Miracles membership members as of just now in April are up to $1,310,000 of money manifested. And my one-on-one coaching clients are up to $3 million. So I'll tell you one really powerful, crazy, awesome story. So guy came to me last year, July, he had just gotten laid off from his job and he was definitely struggling with mindset issues. He really wanted to start his own business, but he didn't have any savings. Mm. And he came to me and he started working with me. He actually lives in Texas. And nowadays, I don't spend a lot of time in person with people, but he happened to come to New York to move his brother-in-law. And we met for a coffee. We spent an hour together talking about dreams and desires and beliefs and mindset and we created some affirmations specifically for him. We worked on acting as if he already had his business in place. And we started doing some visualizations. So he was taking action, but I will tell you three weeks in, he got an email and a call from a lawyer from a company he had worked at 25 years earlier who said they were looking for him because the company that he had worked at was acquired and he had options in that company that were now vested and they wanted to send him a check for $320,000. Holy wow. That, <laughs> that is amazing. And it's funny because your whole journey got started into this realm, into the coaching and prosperity training and so forth realm with somebody talking about options. So, so your big success story client, I love it. Well, I want to just for our listeners, I want to underscore four things that I heard there that you helped this guy with. One, 
You helped him with some affirmations to shift his mindset. Two, you helped him to understand the power of acting as if. And three, you had him start visualizing. And four, he got into action. What's beautiful about this story that I want our listeners to hear is sometimes the things you think you need to be doing to get to a certain goal, what ends up happening is the manifestation comes from what I like to call out of the blue, <laughs> like the unexpected out of the blue miracle manifestation comes. However, if you hadn't been engaged in these things, the doorway for possibility for that would not have existed. Well, Joel, it has been wonderful speaking to you. If there was one final thing that you could say to our listening audience about your work, about money, about manifestation, what would it be in the last minute or so that we have? Thank you for that. If you're an entrepreneur or if you're even just an individual thinking about your money situation, hashtag doubt the doubt. I love have it. faith in your dreams and desires. Have Don't have faith in your doubt. Doubt that doubt and have faith in the dream. I know there's going to be setbacks along the way. you Persistence is really important, but the mindset and doubting your doubt and having faith in the dream and the desire is what will help you get to achieve that dream. Oh, I love it. You are so awesome. Thank you so much for being with me today, Joel. It has been a, a distinct pleasure. Listeners, we love your feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's episode by joining our community, sharing your takeaways, asking questions, or submitting guest suggestions. You can weave your visionary thread into our fabric by opting in on our website at leadingvisionariespodcast.com or by interacting with us on social. Look for the handle at Leading Visionaries Podcast on all the platforms, except I'm not on TikTok yet. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Keep your eyes, ears, and hearts open. And remember, you are here to create conscious change. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Leading Visionaries on Apple Podcasts and share with other people you know who can benefit from today's episode. Leading Visionaries is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leading visionaries who are called to create conscious change and know that now is the best time to welcome wealth and cultivate a web of collaborative support to bring their vision to life. We invite your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of new episodes at leadingvisionariespodcast.com.